Where's the manager? Whoops. Oh, you dink. I've never liked you. I've never liked Sprint. Hope that doesn't explode Welcome to episode 62 of Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets with special guest... Tiffany Norton. Sorry. That's you say your name. Andy Rappernard. F you. That's all I got to say to you, Sprint. We'll be right back after this exciting announcement from our sponsors. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. We are back with episode 62 of Car Selling Secrets from Walzer Automotive Group. I don't know about you, but we can talk about cars. I'm kind of bored. I got a couple of cool car things I want you guys to read maybe a little bit later, but uh, show of hands, who wants to talk about politics? Mm. Yay. <laughs> no I'm one raises their hands. Hand. So we're not going to talk about politics. No, Just no. tune into Glenn Beck if you want to hear some really oh, insightful. Glenn Beck. <laughs> Is he still around? Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of, he keeps coming back. He's didn't like he... you too. He's really popular for a while and then he sucks and then he's popular again. Didn't he buy some huge ranch in Texas and he never leaves it now or something? Did he really? That's what I heard. He, huh. he, yeah, he lives in Texas on some big ranch and he doesn't leave his ranch or something. Hmm. He's an odd duck. He, you know, he's a good friend of uh, Vince Flynn's. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, they were really, really good friends. Huh. Yeah. How did those two meet? You know, I think he was on the Glenn Beck show back when he was on Fox. He was on Fox, wasn't he? I think. I think he was. He was on Fox. I don't, gee, that had to be what early two thousands. How'd you look at? Yeah, absolutely was. It was the early two thousands. So basically, look at look at CNN and Fox. They're like the two major competitors. You got yep. MSNBC and all that stuff, and. Look at the crazy bastards that work at those two TV stations. Now, we were just not going to talk about politics, so now we're going to talk about CNN. No, 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 we're talking about about news reporting. Those people are insane. Rod Rails, say, Tiffany, what do you think of this underwear? Oh, God. What the hell? Did you see Bombshell? Did you see the movie? I want to see it. Is it good? It is phenomenal. Because she, I've always liked her a lot. She's a a very nice person. Well, and Gretchen Carlson gets, you know, that that was interesting because my dad actually was in the JCs when she was running for Miss Minnesota. My dad was oh, on the okay. campaign to lobby for Gretchen Carlson to win. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew I, I I got to know her brothers first, and then I met her. Mm-hmm. It's a very what Maine Motors, right? Yeah, Maine Motors and Carlson Toyota. And Carlson yep. Toyota, yeah, exactly. I think the boys run the Toyota store, if I remember. Right. I don't think they own Maine Motors anymore, do they? <sighs> Boy, I, I, I should know it. this. I've only been in the car business in the Metro for 36 years, but I couldn't tell you who owns Maine Motors. Call in! Five six one two two eight four zero six one. One of my favorite things about doing this job and then you know doing the walls or stuff and all that stuff and 
teasing Paul constantly, which I couldn't I couldn't live if I didn't get to take shots at Paul Walzer. I'm just telling you flat out. But it's bled over to other dealers now. Oh, really? <laughs> because yeah. every time I see Bruce Barnett, I go, Barnett. <laughs> and he looks at me like, F you, you pain in the ass. I, they, they used to do, I hope he's not listening, I just hated those commercials. It was with his grandmother. Oh, yeah, he grand, grabbed right. both boys by right. the ears. I'm like, yeah, cut it out. <laughs> just Come on, he's a, Bruce, a great guy. Are they? They're still around, aren't they? Yeah, Barnett? yeah. I thought so. Yeah. All the car dealers out there. Yep. Highway 61. So let's do some ads for some other car dealers. Uh, that that no, was what I was thinking. Not, I'm like, no. I, am I getting you in trouble? I, I just brought up <laughs> no, Reggie Carlson. No, I, I, now I, it's a plug for a I different get way to go, Tiffany. So way you like go. Bombshell? I haven't seen that yet. But. It's excellent, too. and it's it's interesting because it's them portraying actual, you know, some of the actual women um, like Megyn Kelly and all that. But then uh, the character of Margot Robbie is kind of an amalgam of many women's stories. And uh, but it's it's very so for interesting. No, this is Gretchen worked for Fox right. Broadcasting. And she right. sued for sexual harassment. Yeah. Yes, oh, okay. of, by Roger yes. Ailes, right? For yeah. Ro- yep, against Roger Ailes. Right. And it was just really systemic when they got into how many times the, him and uh, the other guy, Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly yep. um, had been complained about. And then what happened to these women? Either they were fired, they were demoted, they their contracts weren't renewed. Right. You know, it was very difficult for them to go against that. And the midday guy got fired too. What was his name again? Midday guy had dark brown hair. Oh yeah, there was there hair. was a couple of them. There was who was oh, the other one? God, I can't remember his name though. But yeah, Bill O'Reilly might be the most arrogant human being I've ever. No, that's not true. Kevin Garnett is the most arrogant person I've ever talked to. Kevin is Garnett. Oh God, what a prick! I mean, I don't know anything about him. <laughs> really? Oh, that's just an interesting. Yeah. Oh well, I'll be running a quick one by. Okay, it. no, I'm. Show there was years. a to help out kids during the COVID thing and all the rest of it. Uh, somebody put together a lunchbox with NBA stars on it. It wasn't during COVID. I'm sorry, it was years ago during some other big problem. Uh, but they came to Kevin and said, "We're going to take the picture for the lunchbox." He goes, "What do you mean?" He goes, "We're going to take a picture and raise money for the kids, you know, for their school and blah blah blah." He goes, "I'll do it for fifty thousand." Wow. This is a guy that's worth mm-hmm. how many hundreds of millions of dollars? Yeah, I think he's got plenty. And he won't give a picture to kids to try to raise money during tough times. But then I actually met him. <laughs> but not a good. Well, the top three basically would be for me would be would be definitely Kevin Garnett. Mikhail's not far behind him, by the way. Not a nice guy. You met Miguel? I, he, uh, when he was a freshman, he roomed right above a buddy of mine at the university. And uh, Kevin would be up there apparently drinking and then dribbling at 2 in the morning. 2 in the morning. Right <laughs> on the ceiling. Yeah, which I was surprised because I was always a huge Kevin McHale fan. Not a pleasant guy. Really? Walter Mondale. Oh, what a prick. Never oh. want to meet your heroes. Well... In that I, case, I didn't. I, I was at a, uh, a lecture where he spoke, but I didn't meet him. I didn't get that impression. Walter Mondale. Oh, when he's th- speaking, he's a totally different guy. Yeah. Totally different guy when he's doing it because it's him acting. Yeah. Yeah, I know his son speech. pretty okay. well, Ted. We used to play basketball together when Ted was, was okay? going to Billy Mitchell. He was a, he was a good basketball player. Ted. Yeah, I remember that. I remember he was good. I knew his, his wife when she, she was a server at Rosen's Bar. I, he was, I, I don't think he was married at then, back then. No, probably not. But I, I've never met him, and I don't know him at all, but his father is... <laughs> so is Walter Mondale a bigger prick than Mark Rosen? Nobody's a bigger <laughs> prick than Mark Rosen. I mean, let's be honest. Marky Rosen might be one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. 
I love Mark Rosen. I'm trying to get him on the show. I think that'd be really fun. What do you mean you're yeah. trying to get him on? He didn't respond? It just He's got stuff going on. It's okay. These things take time. Oh, for Christ's sake. Rosen, Although get off I, your ass. I immediately responded to your text. I, I did not have to uh, shuffle anything around. To well, you know what's amazing it. to me? Matter of fact, that, that has come up on the show the last couple of days because this whole, you know, and this, I'm not talking about politics here, but just talking about you got your... You got your Trump and you got your Biden and every you suck and you're horrible and you're the worst human being on it, blah, 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 blah. I've known Meat Sauce, Paul Lambert, since he was 16. He yep. and I, I love the guy. He's a, a great friend of mine. Mark Rosen. He's been a competitor for years. Love the guy. He's a great person. What's the woman's name on KS95? She's a wonderful person. Des? Des. Mm-hmm. Des has been great. Don't know her really well, but every time I... So I said, why is... You know, Dave Ryan's a prick, but he's the only one. <laughs> But he is. I'm sorry. He just is. I mean, what are these guys going to do? Nothing. Not Nothing do to you. Anything to me. I'll just shove this right up. Somebody's here. right now, right now, going. Tiffany Norton just called you a brick. Dave. I did just not. I know that's how. That's how. That's exactly how it'll go down. Yeah. That's exactly how it will go down. But no, I mean, you, you got uh, Dave Lee, great guy over at CCO. Yep. You mm-hmm. got. I mean, you got a list of people. Most of these people are friends of mine. Joe Souchere is a good friend. Right? All these different people. Nicest people in Damwood. Moon and I have become friends because of Doug. Great people. So two candidates, and you hate each other that much. Yeah. You can't, you have to say nothing but horribly. Done. If I had to sit and say horrible things about other morning shows, I would get out of the business. Yeah. Because yeah. if you can't win on your own, you don't belong in the business anyway. Yeah, you've got to win people with your vision as opposed exactly. to, you know. Just tearing someone else down. That's what I'm looking for. Give me what are you what are you trying to do? What are you trying to get done? Mm-hmm. That's all I need. I don't Unless need your campaign home. slogan is "I suck less." I suck less is a good <laughs> campaign actually slogan. would probably be good. That would probably, probably sadly work right now. <clears throat> I would like that a lot. Vote for the lesser of two evils. I'm the lesser evil. Still <laughs> evil. <laughs> I'm the lesser of two evils. I'm the lesser of two evils is a good campaign campaign slogan. Yeah, I think it is. No question. But I, I just I don't. These people are direct competitors. If somebody buys a commercial there that they don't buy in KQ, they cost me money. What am I going to do, hate them? No. Who cares? They're nice people. Yeah. Right? So these, I am really, really sick to death of these politicians just destroying. And it's not just now. It's been going on for a while. Destroying each other. You're a psychopath. You're insane. You're a horrible human. I can't vote for you. What was that election, which I can't remember what president was, and I want to say it was the 60s, but it was the ad that they pulled, the Daisy Girl, where they showed the risk of nuclear oh, yeah. war. Yeah. Was, and the was, little uh, That's the that's most famous right. political yes, ad ever, because it ran once. It was, for, uh, it, was, it was Johnson against Barry Goldwater. That's what it was, Barry Goldwater. 1964. Okay. Yep. And it was just Ruined this little it. girl just standing there in a, in a field with her little daisy, and then oh. bam, nuclear <laughs> mushroom cloud. It ran once, and it changed the election. That's one of the, the most studied... Um, marketing yep. TV ads of all time. Was Goldwater doing anything at that at the time? I think he was doing pretty well. Oh, was he? Yeah. Cuz he got crushed. Oh yeah, you know, that was it was lights out after that. Yeah, he got I, I remember that cuz I was I think I was in 7th grade. Yeah, if I, was, I remember correctly, it was five or six. I wasn't paying attention, but I you know, when I started started studying marketing, boy, there's a <laughs> nobody ever actually studies marketing. They just make it up, but I remember learning about that. I'm like, "Wow." Because back in the 60s, political advertising was pretty straight. It was not. What is it again? Is it AUH2O? Is AU gold? Yes. Yes. Because I remember walking down the street with my buddy Mike uh, Teske, 
and walked down the street with a couple other guys. I don't remember who they were. But I looked at a bumper sticker and said, A-U-H-2-O. And I said, oh, Goldwater. And they said, what? where? And I said, right there. He goes, that doesn't say Goldwater. I said, yeah, it does. They go, well, what language is it? And I said, never mind. American. Well, <laughs> Latin, Aurum, and then... Aurum, yes, exactly. But, a, yeah, that was his slogan, Goldwater's slogan was A-U-H-2-O. Yeah, not brilliant marketing. Because really. nobody knows what the hell it says, <laughs> yeah, apparently. that's true. That's your major problem. Is I have no idea what that says. Yeah, not many people are mm. up with the periodic table of the oh, elements. H-2-O for Christ. Well, well H-2-O so is pretty obvious. You would think. You would think. They even have a canned water called H-2-O. H- called H-2-O, so, exactly. You know. uh, the A-U guys... No, thank you very much. Great to be here. Anyway, ooh, we gotta we gotta take a break. Oh yeah, let's take a quick break and then we're gonna get back and Tiffany you can tell us what the hell you've been up to. Oh gosh, okay. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael. I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, prestige products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Ladies and gentlemen, Doug Sprinthal, Car Selling Secrets. Walzer Automotive Group. I don't own the company. You don't? So, Tiffany, what Not have you been yet. up to? What's going on? You got any gigs? What's happening? I What's do. new? I actually do have a gig. I have a gig this Sunday. Um, we were going to do it over uh, Labor Day weekend, and then we pushed it. But it's a uh, outdoor social distance. Um, at, have you ever been to Afton House Inn? In oh, Afton? oh, yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah, it's right on yep. the river. I go there a lot. Actually. Right there on the marina. Yeah, well... Have you ever gone where they've done their wine nights in the back? They, they yes. yes. So there's an open area. So we're gonna. The weather's supposed to cooperate on Sunday. So yeah. the plan is to have outdoor comedy. Wow, that's cool. What time? Uh, we're gonna do happy hour starts at five. Show at six. Done at seven thirty. You can get home and see your night game. Is there a night game for NFL Sunday yes. night? Yeah. Yeah. Sunday yeah. night football. Yeah. Yep. Michelle Tafoy is her name. She does the sideline reporting. I've heard of her. <laughs> I just she talked to her a couple weeks ago. Oh, actually. did you? Yeah. Oh, she came in the dealership. No, looking for some car advice and stuff. Oh, she got. I haven't talked to Michelle now in six months. Well, she was doing all this weird stuff on Facebook for a while. It was like oh, motivational was speaking and was broadcasting she? out of the front seat of her car, and it was kind huh. of interesting, actually. Was she really a Sonic commercial, but for football? Wasn't really a commercial. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, what who are you, are you uh, performing with? Oh, it'll be Shannon Paul. Okay. And uh, James Wells will be hosting. 
So I, I know that Afton used to do comedy cruises every yes. once in a while. So is this is there somebody there that's into comedy that sets all this stuff up? Or? Yeah, well, you know that started years ago with uh, Scott uh, Hanson. Hanson, yeah, yeah. Oh, he started yeah. the he started yeah. the Laugh Boat and he started that partnership, the and um, they still do them sometimes. Yep. They haven't. Um, I mean, I've done them as recently as like two seasons I ago. Think I think we were on last year. They had a few of them. Yes, and it is kind of fun. You get a show. You know, you get the beautiful scenery, well, you get dinner. Yeah, and it's a captive audience. <laughs> you can't walk. You can't yet. even get away from it because it's broadcast on every floor <laughs> of the ship. I used to play gigs with the Andiamo boats up in Stillwater. And the Andiamo. Only, the same thing. The I only problem with that, that was is that so many people go on those things for birthdays. Right. That you'd wind up playing. Your whole third set would be Mustang Sally, Brown-Eyed Girl, Happy uh, Birthday. Yeah. Mustang Sally, Happy Birthday, Brown-Eyed Girl, Brown-Eyed Girl, Happy Birthday. You know, because we couldn't just have one Happy Birthday song, right? We had right. to do one for Clarence and Clarice. Anyway. Why would they name a boat Let's Go? I don't know. It's or better hurry than up. Let's is it Andiamo, is that Let's Go or Hurry Up? Andiamo, I think that's Andiamo. Like, yeah, hurry up. That's the name of the up. cruise or the boat line. It's like the Jonathan Paddleford in St. Paul. Andiamo, right arriba, arriba. Paul. Yeah. You know that. What I does it say, Andy? Let's see here. No, when you play it, would you play it, it Jessica Krug? Here we go. Oh, Andiamo's Here We Go. Yes. Okay, well, that's a better name yeah. for a boat. It's a good name for a boat then. Yeah, that's good. Something like that. Andiamo. Yeah, you just made me have a flashback, though. God, I hate those what? the birthday things. Oh, yeah. What birthday thing? Well, you know, when you work in a restaurant or anything like that, or people always want to come in, especially like comedy clubs, you have people that want to come in and just make a big deal because it's their birthday right. and yeah. everybody has yeah. to know. They're, you know, they're on par with bachelorette parties as far as oh, that goes. Oh, those are the worst. Oh, God. How and they can be fun, but they can turn on you. I saw, a bat I saw a headliner, I won't say who, but I saw a headliner completely lose a bachelor at party. Ooh. And he came off the stage and started talking to him, and this girl hauled off and threw a drink right in his face. Wow. And he never recovered with the crowd after that. Somebody I know? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know. I'll so. tell you off the air. I don't know if you know him or not. Is it Jeff Cesario? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jeff. It's not Jeff. I had a buddy who played at the Shout House, that dueling piano yes, bar I remember on Hennepin Avenue for eight years, and, and he was a really good musician. I said, Mike, I don't. You know, the first week that gig would be fun, but eight years of bachelorette parties and penis mm -hmm. corsages and throwing mm -hmm. up by 10 o'clock. Penis goes, corsages? Oh, oh, that's yeah. a big thing. You know, it's just 23-year-old women. Yeah. And yeah, like they knit them. Or what? they make them out of like a, like I've seen them made out of like a stocking that you, like a, like a, and you stuff it. So it's you, a, like a rib deal? That's great. And you make it look at, yeah, you make yeah, it I've look like a penis. I've seen the hats. I've seen the baseball caps with the wiener hanging mm -hmm. on the front. And yeah, the I've straws and... But yeah, then when they're covered in regurgitated Jägermeister at 10.30. And then, yeah. You know. Time to add to the house. It paid well, he said, and they were great musicians. But I, I, I'd go and see him once a year and, like, this is your job. I can't get it. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, when, when I worked at the uh, comedy club at the Mall of America, House of Comedy, bachelorette parties were always like, oh, God. <laughs> yep, and they they love the house of comedy. Yes, because they do. it's because it's a destination. It's yeah. like okay, we can park for free. We right, can go to dinner. Right. We can get a hotel. We'll go to a show. Mm -hmm. But they want to become part of the show. And yes, I don't. Yes, they do. And I don't get heckled very often. Especially women usually cut me some slack. I think just because I'm because I am another woman, and so I don't get heckled very often by the females in the audience. Add enough alcohol, and it. But but the anymore. dudes. Mm, 
Really? I always tell them, I'm like, be very careful if you engage. Try not to. Yeah. That would be my advice. Don't engage. Just go over the top of them. They'll eventually get sick of it. But yeah. eventually, dudes just get mad, and then they go into the group, and I'm like, oh, here we go. It does seem to be the case is that opposite genders tend to heckle. Yes. For oh, really? For some reason. I, I never thought about it before, but yeah, I'm thinking back on it. I've, I've been heckled more by dudes. dudes. You're an audience yeah. member. You don't want to go to toe-to-toe with a comedian. No, no, no. This was over at the Miss, uh, Mississippi Mile or whatever it was called, you know, right across the river for St. Anthony, Maine. Remember oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, deal yeah. going back in yep. the 80s? I was there, and Scott Hansen was headlining. And there was a table, and it was right in front of him, too. And these guys are just complete a-holes, and they're completely hammered. And Scott looks down, and he goes, shut the fuck up or I'll fall on you. <laughs> That's a good threat. It was pretty funny. <laughs> He's about four and a half. Yeah, at the he was. Time. He, well, he slimmed down. He might have been four and a quarter in those days. Oh, for great, oh, nice, oh, really I'm nice. Kidding, yeah, really Scott, nice. Sorry. I still, you know, you know the Cesario Dangerfield story, don't you? I don't know if I know that story. About when he met Rodney Dangerfield? No. Oh God! Quickly, you guys. Don't That's fine. That. Who wants to hear stories about famous people? Yeah, it's true. Well, you've heard the story, haven't you? I'm going to pretend that I haven't. But go ahead. Okay, good. So. Uh, Cesario goes out to Los Angeles. His first night in Los Angeles, he's hanging out with Seinfeld because he had opened for Seinfeld in the past. That's how he knew Seinfeld. Didn't know anybody else in Los Angeles. Uh, just people he had opened for, right? So he and Seinfeld are at the comedy store. And Seinfeld says, Jeff, do you want to meet Rodney Dangerfield? Because he's in there. And when he comes out, he's going to go right to his car and get out of here because otherwise he'll be mobbed in the street and just ain't going to work. But I can stop him for a couple of seconds and introduce you. He goes, oh, I'd love to meet Rodney Jeff said, no, thank you. No, I'm good. Uh, whatever. He goes, oh, I'd love to meet him. That'd be great. And as a matter of fact, Jeff included this on, a, on his brand-new album he just put out. Th- this is the story he talks about the most. So they're there, and here comes Rodney out. So Seinfeld says, Rodney, I'd like to introduce you to a young new comedian, first night in Los Angeles, as a matter of fact, new to the business, very, very funny young man. This is Jeff Cesario. (laughs) Rodney Dangerfield goes, Cesario, huh? Italian, huh? Stick to the tumbling. One of the greatest stories to the ever. You should be an acrobat. You're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, is that offensive nowadays? What do you mean? I'm Italian. What, what does that smell? Somebody I don't probably think anyone really that. cares about the feelings of Italians. You have another, you have <laughs> wow. another story like that. It's true. Okay. Am I have wrong? You, have you ever had someone try to come for Columbus Day? No, come on. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Oh, yeah. That's true. That, think about that. There is that, yeah. See, there's a little... <laughs> Think it over. There's a little pepper on that. The other story here is that I love that's like that is Don Rickles and Frank Sinatra. Oh, that's one of the great, you know that story. So Rickles is dating this new woman, and they're in, where the hell were they? I think you told me New York. Uh, yeah, but I was trying to think, maybe even Patsy's. They might have been there. They're at some famous restaurant in New York. Rickles' first night dating this woman, he sees Frank Sinatra in the back. <laughs> So he goes, hey, i, I got to run to the bathroom. I'll be right back. So he goes over there, and <laughs> he goes, Frank, I need you to do me a favor. It's the first time I've, I've dated this young woman. I'm very nervous. I'm wild about her. I'm very excited. Could you just come by the table just to say hello so, you know, she could see that I know Frank Sinatra. I think it would be really great. Yeah. He goes, yeah, don't worry about it. He goes, well, you know, give me about, you know, 15 minutes and then come by if you want. He goes, okay. 
Rickles goes to the bathroom, comes back, sits down. Fifteen minutes later, Frank Sinatra walks up to the table. He goes, hey, Don, how you doing? He goes, can't you see we're eating? <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That oh, that greatest, is so brilliant. Greatest moves of all time to Frank Sinatra. I love Rickles. Oh, Rickles was my Mr. favorite. Mr. Warmth. Did you ever uh, meet him? No, I've never met him. I'm one of the huge, men huge, ever huge born. fan. He he gave me. It was very interesting his philosophy on, on just comedy and, and he, how he just envisioned it was always spinning plates. Mm, yeah. And he would get one plate spinning on one side of the room and another plate spinning on another one and then he'd keep and then he just keep revisiting those plates again and, and try to keep them spinning. You know. And so it was it was interesting his approach. But he said he never he's never done stand up sober. That was the other thing I liked. Really. Yep. Hmm. I he's did like, not he's know like, that. He's like, can't do it without a drink. Gotta I have, gotta, gotta have a belt before. Mm-hmm. You know, he also wouldn't wear pants unless he went on stage. Really? Like backstage, he wouldn't wear pants. Yes, that's my kind of power. That's why <laughs> I want to make it. Exactly. I want to wear any pants. You know, you've made it. Well, Rodney Dangerfield right. liked to be naked all the time. Yeah, too, he did too. Yeah, so. he did, did he too. Really? Yeah. yeah. He walked around with no pants on all of that. Well, Don would have have Kevin underwear. Kevin a prick. <laughs> He, what else What's you got? His name's a nudist. It's just learning so much. <laughs> no, he's not today. a nudist. But Rickles would wear underwear. He just wouldn't wear dress pants because he didn't want to apparently crease the pants or whatever, or wrinkle he's the what, pants. Four one. What's he worried about? I couldn't agree more. But right. you know, oh, we got to take a break. We got one. Jesus has went by fast. I know. Mm-hmm. One more segment. I'm going to put you on the spot, and you're going to read something here when we come right oh, back. Oh God. Okay. It's awesome. It'll be easy. Don't worry about it. Okay. You can read, right? Yes. We'll be right back. Tom here for Saber Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Saber and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We are back with Car Selling Secrets from Walzer Automotive Group. Special guest Tiffany Norton. We have to do some automotive content. We've been totally not talking about cars for a couple of segments. So I printed something off that I'd like to have Tiffany uh, read. These are names of actual, they're translated into English. Actual Japanese automobiles. Oh, Are you oh ready? gosh. This should be rich. Are okay. they all the happy, lucky, fun? You can skip the first one. That's it's just the transport. What's the first? Go ahead. Start. Honda that? Oh, yeah, the that. Yeah. It's a that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Peugeot, Bipper, TP Outdoor? Bipper, TP. That was a big popular car, the Bipper, TP Outdoor. <clears throat> what? Mm. The Ford Ka? <clears throat> Right. Ka. Ka. Now, these are Japanese. No, no, K-A. K-A. I think I might buy one of these, a Honda Life Dunk. There uh, you go. Life Honda dunk. Life Dunk. Yeah. 
What's the upside to that? Well, the thing about Japanese is that they love puns and wordplay. Yeah, they do. But it does. Do, it yeah. never translates right. well. Which is what makes this funny. Yeah, exactly. It's. I'm sure it rhymed or it had some <laughs> double meaning in Japanese, but in English, no. Not Remember so the Pepsi Cola logo in Japan? Were you the one that was, that was about Chinese? That? Oh, it's Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it's not the I logo. I don't speak Chinese either. You'll have to explain. It's. Uh, so the way that Chinese works is every sound is uh, it corresponds to a symbol. So you know, like right. Chinese writing, there's you can't just like write a sound by itself without it having some meaning because every symbol has a meaning and every symbol has a sound. Yeah, it's so, a tonal language. Exactly, and they wanted to write out the sound, you know, Pepsi Cola or something like that. So they just chose four symbols that were as close as possible. So you know, I don't I don't really know Chinese super well, but it, you know. Again, better than everybody in the room put together. Pretty much. but So they just chose four symbols that sounded as close to Pepsi-Cola as possible in Chinese. And the meaning of those symbols was bite the wax tadpole. <laughs> but there was no way to get Which around I that. would actually go out of my way to order. Yeah. Hey, will you bite the wax tadpole? There's no, yeah, there's no symbol for Pepsi in Chinese, so they phenomenal. did what they... They did what they could. What else you got, sister? Keep going. Oh, let's see. Okay, the uh, Suzuki Every Joy Pop Turbo. Mm-hmm. What? Mazda sure. Carol Me Lady. Huh. Oh, I don't even know how to say this. Uh, Diatsu. Daihatsu. Na- Daihatsu. Daihatsu yeah. Naked Summary. <laughs> what? What, wow. are, what? What are these? They're names of actual or automobiles. Actual automobiles in Japan that were sold in Japan. These are the English translations of oh, Japanese God. games. Oh yeah, in it's. The Daihatsu Nekido, which just means the Daihatsu Naked. Yep. That's, hmm. Well, speaking of naked, they've got the Mazda Laputa, which is Spanish for... Yes, we know what that's Spanish for. Yep. Yes, we do. Hey, isn't that your whore out in the street? (laughs) Yes, it is. Dude, where's my whore? (laughs) I can't find the keys to my whore again. I locked myself out of it. Out of my whore. Dang it. Hate it when that happens. The Subaru Touring Bruce. Very good. That's uh, what, named after ELL. Don't call me Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> yep. This this will be popular with uh, the Renfest set, the Isuzu Mysterious Utility Wizard. <laughs> wow, Mysterious Utility Wizard. The Isuzu. Was... Oh, okay. Mysterious Utility Wizard. Uh, sure. Toyota Astrina Lucida G Luxury Joyful Canopy. You wow. damn right. Oh, here we go. Took this across is the whole yeah, back really. of the car and wrapped around the sides. The Mazda Titan dump. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's that's solid. Uh, Mitsubishi Lettuce and the Nissan Horny Super Long. Ooh, the Super no, Long. The Horny Super, super long. long. That cannot be real. The Horny. Look super it up. Let me see that. <laughs> you make that up as you I go along. I didn't make this up. I love this. I had one for you to read, too, but th- these are cars that were actually sold in America, if you want to do that. It's not quite as fun as the Japanese translation. I love Honda Vats. Yeah. <laughs> what do you drive? A Vats. Yeah. What? That's mine. That's mine. Mm-hmm. My that. That's my Vats. Did you find the horny super long? A homey super, whatever it was. It's a uh, typography issue. It's the homey. H-O-M-Y. But the M looks like an R and an N. Yeah, it does. So uh, it reads as the Nissan Horny Super Long. But so the Homey Super Long is a way better name. Oh, a much better I don't know name. What, yeah, I don't really know what it. No, that's 
That's what she wrote. That's phenomenal. I got it. No, she got it. No, but it looks like RN. Yeah, everyone reads it as horny. You see the H O M Y, you're going to think it says horny. Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. It does. It does. All right. I see it. You told me you could read. I did. (laughs) It's like when you write the word Clint in all uppercase. Oh, yeah. You don't want to do that. You don't so want here's to do the that. American list if you want to do that. It's a little shorter. Oh, the and American most of these list? you know of. Yeah, I don't understand. Suzuki Esteem. It's I never did understand. Ter- well, terrible they don't sell name. Suzukis yeah. in the U.S. anymore, probably because of the bad marketing. I'm going to save the Ferrari one for last right. because that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Oh, there's the Hummer, of course. Right. Oh, they even. When's the last time they They're made a Hummer? They're coming back. Oh, they um, are. The woman who uh, is the CEO of General Motors now, Mary Barish, really interesting woman, they are bringing back the Hummer brand, but as electric vehicles. This is to compete with... That's weird. An, uh, uh, are they going to look the same? I don't think so, but they're going to be really massive things. These aren't well, little tiny are. electric vehicles. No, cars. they're not. Because <clears throat> you don't see Hummers anymore, anywhere. No. Got anywhere. The promise is up to 1,000 horsepower. Yeah. And offers wow. three motor editions. Yeah. A thousand horsepower? With three motors in it. What's it called? Yeah. electric? 225? There's a yeah. bunch of uh, uh, high-performance, large electric trucks that are just over the horizon. There's a company called huh. Reven, R-A-V-A-N, that uh, is working with Ford and is building something that's the size of a Escalade and has 800 horsepower and stuff like that. So <laughs> this is along these lines. You can only drive it while it's being struck by lightning. <laughs> On a sunny day. <laughs> on yeah, a sunny for real. Day. I don't even know how. The mileage must be horrible. Uh, the, 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 oh, the Raven, I know, is supposed to get 350 miles on a charge wow. and seven or 800 really? horsepower. Now, I remember the days when a smart elect- car could barely get 50. Right. Wow. Obviously, with electric cars, if you drive them flat to the floor all the time, that range is going to go down. But. Yes, don't do that. Ford Probe, Renault Le Car. I remember, remember those Le Car. Yeah. Those things were Subaru Brat. I don't remember that one. That was a weird sort of like a fake pickup truck. It had oh, a, I remember that. And it yeah, it had plastic seats with hand grips in the back of the bed, facing backwards. Yes, they, it was pre-product liability days. There, mm. we have two Subaru dealerships. Um, and those things are like cult cars. If you can find a nice one anywhere, and and I think they stopped making them in the '90s. Somebody will know exactly, but they're worth a fortune. Wow. I got to tell you one thing. After I, the last one is this is a tough one to come up with. I don't know how they ever came up with this. The Ferrari, La Ferrari. I know. <laughs> how did you ever come up with it? How and why? Ever... And that's a million-dollar hybrid supercar. Now look, this is not. A political statement again, but I did see something on TV yesterday. I thought, does anybody do any advance work ever anymore? So Joe Biden's doing a speech yesterday in uh, Michigan, right, in Detroit. Mm-hmm. He's in Detroit, so he's got six uh, new vehicles fresh off the line behind him. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'll tell you what, my family, growing up in Pennsylvania, I grew up with General Motors in my blood. There's a Ford right oh, behind him. No. <laughs> no. Well, one of the cool stories, right and we talked about him. this a couple weeks ago. His dad was a car guy. He was yeah, like a yeah, sales was, yeah. manager. And was, when yeah. Joe and his first wife got married, he gave him a brand new 67 Corvette convertible for a wedding present. And he still has it. Does he really? And he That's still drives cool. it. And That's the story cool. was, and this, I, it, it never made, I never made the connection, but... If he becomes president, he'll never be able to drive that car again. Because once you're president, oh, even yep. after you're oh, out of office, right. Secret yep. Service takes you everywhere. Yep. Yeah, you cannot right. drive anymore. That's right. 
but why? How do you? Doesn't somebody come out to me and go, Mr. Vice President? Uh, the, the right hey, behind you. At least you, you didn't say Honda. Yeah, you didn't say. Yeah, let me just tell you something. Ferrari, La Ferrari. That's all. I have. Let me say goodbye. Well, he wasn't talking about General Motors, the company. He just said, you know, generally Motors. Generally, yeah, Motors. Yeah, there there so. you go. No, there his dad. Go. His dad ran a Chev store, if I remember. Oh, right, that in what it was. Yeah. So there he is. A, he is a GM guy through yeah. and through, but. Yeah, which, you know, but now's not the time <laughs> when you're standing in front of a Ford. I had cars in my heart the whole time. That would have been good. We haven't really had any gearhead presidents, I don't think. He's probably, probably if he gets not. elected, will probably be the first one. Probably. You're probably right about that. We probably never have. Yeah. I don't think so. He's that would be cool if you could just see the president just, like, wrenching yeah. in the driveway. You're just driving past the White House Sunday. He's making just making a speech you know. with oil stained overalls yeah. right. on. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, exactly. His you know butt cracks hanging out. Just Doing a under tire the car. rotation on the yep. black SUVs. <laughs> yeah. Secret Service deals. The party's over already, man. God, that's so yeah. fast. I know it's unbelievable. Amazing. I went by so quickly. Well, we have one last question. Joe wants to know if you've gotten that cat scan yet. No. Oh well. When, why do you need a cat scan? I don't know. I mean a mental? I think last last week you mentioned something about losing your mind because you couldn't do the show or something. Oh yeah. Don't remember it. Well, that's <laughs> part of the problem. <laughs> that's a symptom. A Memory really loss. really good, but it's quite short. Well, that uh, wraps up uh, sixty-two, I believe yes, it is. 62. Episode sixty-two of Walzer Automotive Group's car selling. Well, it's been a year and a half. Year and a half. I think yeah. I'd run out of content. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag but okay, I'm um, close to getting a very a super another super special guest on next week really? that's what they call is i learned this from you they call it a teaser mm-hmm. is that a teaser uh-huh. is it somebody i like i'm not sure but i think you will oh there's Uh-oh. a it's the program director from kqrs did you tell him we're on the air get Won't this you? crap off of my channel i'll call him back probably better <laughs> i'll give him a cool all right behave all of you Over and out. See you next week, everybody. Bye.